Episode 241, John Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm. Last week we did coaching, this week we're doing coaching, and next week we're going to do coaching. And today we've crossed the Tasman and we've got Michael Zhang, who, by the way, comes from the number one Ray White office in the world. Uh, and Megan Jaffe, Ray White Remuera. So uh, you're playing for an incredible team, Michael. You're in the team that's winning the competition. You're on top spot. So welcome here, Michael. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Okay. So we've got our co-coaches with us, John McGrath and Troy Malcolm. And I just want you, again, briefly for our audience, just tell us um, a little bit about your situation. I'll fill in the, the gaps very quickly. You're riding around 400 in GCI. You've been at uh, Megan's office for how long now? I joined her office last year, July. Okay. Real estate for four years, right? Yeah, I'm in real estate for four years. It's my fourth year. Okay. And in these 15 minutes, what's the biggest challenge that you'd like us to sit down and answer? Um, basically, I have listings on the market more than three months, like about uh, three of them. And uh, I've caught my other open homes and uh, my database, I, my hot buyer, they, they were not selling. At the same time, I still have new listings coming up. And those listings, uh, I tend to put more of my energy and attention to the new listings because they get inquiries, people calling me, email, and uh, I'm willing to do concentrate on the new listings. At the same time, I feel bad, you know, for the listing on the market for three over three months, and uh, I don't know what to do. You know, I just want to do a good job for the vendor, and uh, yeah, I want them sold. Okay. And um, I'm going to maybe start off and, and just say uh, to my co-coaches here, I have heard other real estate agents say that uh, they find it more challenging selling some of the listings they listed pre-COVID than the ones that come on. It appears that ones that come on um, that experience the COVID conditions, they are more educated, whereas many of those felt that listed in January or February felt, wow, we had this opportunity. The market looks like it's sort of changed by around 5%, 10%, depending on your areas. And there's always a bit of, hey, you know, we had this, but we don't have this now. Um, and um, I will say that uh, what you're talking about is something that is probably affects a lot of people in Australia and New Zealand or anyone in real estate around the world that listens to our podcast and uh, it's going to become an increasing issue as more properties come on the market is how do you service how do you service a lot of listings particularly listings that have been on the market for a while but i will start off with uh, my view and that is often a property that's been on the market for a while needs to be relisted and when i say relisted is you've got to go back in there and more or less do another listing presentation um, not necessarily to sign up a new listing, but you've got to actually go back there and create the new landscape. You've got to actually provide the new comparable for sales that are on the market. You've actually got to go off and provide the properties that have sold in the last one or two weeks. And in that process, you might want to actually 
up the marketing or change the marketing and look at reinventing the photos, the videos, because often a property that's been sitting on the books for a long time can actually have a bit of a stigma. So what you do as a marketer is you come in and you reinvigorate that property and you make it look fresher and you make it look newer. And I also have to say is one of the things that you're gonna to wanna to address, Michael, is price. Because I think you need to have that crucial conversation and say, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, I want you to know here is the basic information that we have at the moment. And there was a game that, uh, I shared last week that I think is a good one, and that is to take take the vendors out for a tour. Now, I know in New Zealand, social distancing has eased off as we speak, and um, uh, you're able to actually uh, sit with people and maybe put them in a car, take them for a drive, and actually show them homes that have sold in the last seven days and say, look, that's sold for that, that's sold for that, that's sold for that, come back and sit at the vendor's house and say, hey, I, I mean, I'd love to tell you what you'd like to hear, but I think I wanted to speak to you about what you needed to hear. And I thought that physically showing you what has actually happened in the marketplace is going to be able to explain to you the circumstances that we've got at the moment. Um, John and Troy, I might hand over to you and uh, maybe you can add to that. Yeah, I agree. I, sorry, John, Troy, no, no, you're right, John. Uh, yeah, look, everything you've said, Tom, it, um, the market changes, Michael, every day. So the fact that you've kind of been through your past buyers doesn't faze me because there's new buyers coming in, especially post-COVID. Because certainly what we're seeing in Australia is there's a surge of interest in getting set. In fact, there's a backlog of interest. So there's never been a better time to relaunch and re-energise, as Tom said, a property like that. But there's no point just re-energizing or relaunching it the same old way. There's only three reasons property sells and doesn't sell. The price is right or the price is wrong. The presentation or there's an issue that hasn't been dealt with. And the marketing, you've either haven't, haven't connected with the right buyers uh, yet or you have. So if you've connected with the right buyers and they've come through and the property's fine, you've got a price issue. Um, if you haven't found the right buyers, you've had very few inspections in the last three months, you may have a marketing issue. So um, I'm with Tom, look at those. You need to go and have a crucial conversation with a vendor with excitement, Mike. Also, you feel a bit down to me. My, my energy reading of you is you're a bit down on these listings and you, you know, you've kind of lost a bit of focus. You probably feel a bit guilty. Go and say to the vendor, Michael, you know, there's an opportunity. I know we haven't sold yet. We've been on the market three months, but here's a great time for us to relaunch the property, but we need to address price presentation or marketing. You by now should know what the problem is or what the blockage is. So I think you do that. Um, you then look at, you know, is it social media? Is it digital? Is it print? Can you open it up next Saturday for inspection? Once, sorry, once you can get inspections happening in New Zealand again. Um, yeah, it, it's really, I see this all the time. I've seen it for years where agents go stale on a property. Sometimes a vendor goes stale. A new agent from the same office or from a, or from a competitor comes along and bang, they just whip it away, sell it in the first week because they had energy. And they had a new conversation with the vendor saying, I know you've been on the market at 650. All the comps are saying this is a 580 to 600 property. Sometimes the incumbent agent, which is you in this stage, Mike, at this point, the incumbent agent feels guilty or doesn't want to have those conversations with the vendor. So they go a bit light and easy. And a new agent coming in can say, look, I just think you're, you know, you're swimming against the tide here. You need to adjust price. So um, 
work out why it's not selling, sit down with the vendor with a level of high level of enthusiasm and say, we can relaunch, but here's what I recommend as a shift. Troy, over to you. Yeah, I, I would add to that, John, and just say, you know, create that price alignment meeting as an event with the vendor to say, listen, I know that your goal is to sell the property and my goal is to serve you uh, and give you an amazing experience as an agent. Um, I've come up and spoken to a number of people in my team and we've come up with a strategy that we think we can move the property on for you. Obviously, things have changed in the new world that we currently see and I want to step you through what's been happening in the market. John, then I'll go straight into, and Mike, I hope you don't mind, I'm going to rattle off a few things that I would love you to write down and I'm happy to send them to you post this uh, podcast, but um, I would be asking questions like, has every single agent in the office been through the property? Have they re-engaged with the property and do they have energy around the listing? Do they know buyers that are now in the market that weren't in the market maybe when the property first went live? Um, is there a sense of injecting maybe some new agent energy? John just mentioned about some energy around the, the whole listing. Is there someone in the office that may be able to, to spike that enthusiasm and energy? And then I'd be looking at, you know, who are the three most active buyers I have right now? What are they saying about the property? What's their price feedback? And, uh, and then I'd be going around the whole marketing campaign to say, can I relaunch it on the main portals? Can I change up the photography? Can I get some new shots done? Is there a property video that I can have? It's amazing the people, Mike, that we're in the market right now wanting to buy property that weren't existent and they weren't active in the market in January and February this year. It's a really good opportunity, but the alignment of the price up front with the vendors and making sure that everyone in the office has seen the property and they know the product and what it's offered, um, that's the biggest difference. That's the differentiator that's going to help you along the way to getting those properties sold and focused on the new ones that have come on the market. Just to add to that, Troy, I like your thinking and, and I'll just add to that a little bit. Um, Mike, you know, you might need to take some new photos or you might need to change the hero shot. Maybe the main shot photo is not working or people are used to it. Switch it around. Maybe you've got price on request, put a price there. Maybe put a price range subject to your discussion with the vendor. Maybe go back to the main portal that you're using there and bump it back up to the top because very few buyers ever look past page one of the main New Zealand portal or Australian. So get the vendor to invest a few hundred more dollars to get it back up to the top. So to treat it like it's a brand new listing, um, do whatever you can do to improve the presentation, make sure the price is aligned and relaunch it as though you've just listed it for the first time today. It's amazing as well, John, just before we move on, it's amazing the energy that an auction market creates as well. And Tom, I know that Megan's office and the rest of the team over throughout New Zealand, they, they love auctions. Um, so is there an opportunity to actually have it as an auction campaign as well? Nothing like energy injected with buyers. You set an auction date as a deadline and move towards that very quickly. So there might be a few options for you that if you haven't considered previously, I'd be looking at implementing a plan around that with the vendors. Michael, I hope that's been useful. And I'll just add these conversations that we're talking about that you should have with the owners and these recommendations. I know New Zealand's been in lockdown and a strict lockdown. I would suggest that you have these conversations eyeball to eyeball, preferably face to face, or if not, do a Zoom call because it's very easy to actually lose connection with someone when you haven't been eyeball to eyeball over a long period of time. So I would recommend that you'd look at, you know, and I know in New Zealand, it's pretty much life's back to normal from what I hear, 
everything's opened up, including, you know, restaurants and pubs and clubs. So I think it's acceptable to actually go to the vendor's house. And fundamentally, if you feel like you've ticked all the boxes at the end of the day with marketing and, um, and everything's been done right and the issue is the price, and it often is, I think um, you've got to ask them, do you want to lower the price and sell the home or do you want to keep the price and stay in the home? Sometimes I think you've got to be as blunt as that because sometimes it's binary. It's one of the two. So I want to thank you so much. Send our love to uh, the team at Remuera. It's been a long-standing client of mine. Megan's a fantastic woman. So one thing is for sure, you're not going to be short of support. You've got good people there. And uh, thank you so much. Guys, another great podcast. Good to see you again. We'll see you next week where we're going to be doing week three of coaching. So thank you, co-coaches, and we'll see you then.